people. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sound Pollution. Uncle Brent is not with us for this week's episode. The man works harder than anyone I know, and he will be back for next week's show. Speaking of hard work in the Austin area, our mini tour is coming together, and we are so excited about the lineup. Please make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe to Sound Pollution so that you are up to date with all the info. Also, if you are able, we are looking for patrons. The link is below. This week, I interview Maude and Danny of Bank Mina all the way from Paris, France. They are going to be telling you about their latest release, Ancient Internet, Unicorn Drummers, how they got together, movements and not tracks, and their interesting live setup. They will also share the stories behind some good music. Please, please, please make sure you click those links below. Buy their music buy their merch, show the artists some love. Also, they are looking for venues for an upcoming European tour. If you are interested in hosting them or know somebody who is interested or has a venue, please reach out to them or slip to my DMs and I can make the introduction. Now off to the show. Try to do our best. Yeah, you're doing fine. Your accents are amazing. You're making me so happy. <laughs> Where are you at in France? Um, here we are in Paris, currently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's in the studio where we We practice. rehearse here, so it's yeah. our rehearsal space. That's uh, wonderful. Of, uh, I don't know, amplifier. There. Yeah, I could see it. A big one. A big one, yeah. <laughs> what is Paris like? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a tough question. Very beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very Quite lively. Mm. But that's when you live... Here you lost like the the sense of beauty because yeah. you get used to it. Yeah. Sometimes when, yeah. I, when yeah. I go abroad Whatever. and I come back to Paris, what the fuck is really nice? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I really missed it. Hold on. <laughs> I do the same thing because um, I live in the south of the United States right now, and when I go visit my family and they live on the coast, unlike California, so long, oh, it's like an eight-hour flight. Whenever oh. I yeah, whenever I visit them, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful here. So, how did this group come to be? Well, basically, it started with uh, of me and our previous drummer. We actually uh, found ourselves in Paris, and we didn't have a band anymore. And we wanted to to create a post rock band uh, influenced by many Siguros. So it has changed quite a bit. And we actually posted an ad online, and this guy answered. Was and we were like, oh my god, he's so <laughs> nice and, and funny and really, really great. Like and really much yeah. spontaneously. No, like a friendship at first then. sight. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Like the perfect band yeah. fit. Yeah, exactly. So we started playing all together, and then we looked for a, a guitar player. Yeah. And Fab came along, but it, it was longer, yeah. We, more we, difficult. Yeah, we found several, we discussed with several guitarists, we tried with them, it wasn't like fitting perfectly, and then suddenly Fabian is not with us. Yeah, he's not with us. So, yeah, it was also... A friendship yeah. at first. Exactly. So, yeah, we started in 2013, so that's some time ago, ago now. Uh, we released the first EP in uh, 2016, but it was more like a collection of songs than a very uh, coherent. It was more a patchwork but, of yeah. songs that we were composing. It was not a, like we didn't 
felt it like a whole thing, like yeah. uh, this album that we just released at so the end. The first EP, you just kind of threw together what songs yeah. you had. Yeah. And then the second one, you were like, we're going to lay this out in an exact way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And okay. There was more like a concept behind it mm-hmm. uh, in this album, but it took us a, a long time because, uh, yeah, almost six years, because in the meantime, we released a, a single that was mm-hmm. slightly darker than what we previously did. And then our drummer left. Uh, he actually left Paris for another city, so it was not possible to keep on playing with him. And uh, we were with no drummer, so no rhythmic basses. And we we were like, okay, well, let's try playing with that. Maybe we can sort something out without a rhythm, a proper rhythm. And it's interesting because um, I find, and we've discussed this on this podcast with other bands, Drummers are really hard to find. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's annoying. It's annoying. A friend of mine is a drummer here, and he calls himself the unicorn because <laughs> not only is he a drummer, but he has a practice space. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So well, he's always in, like, three bands at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny that you say that uh, drummers are, like, like unicorn. Yeah. Because Or drummer with... We think is really a unicorn. We spend a lot of time searching drummers because we needed someone that was able to send very hard parts when right. we needed. Oh, but, yeah, but we able to for the parts that are more soft, being able to have this uh, sense of um, I don't know how to say it, like uh, feeling uh, of that, and we could yeah, find people that awesome. were able to send uh, you know very hard drums, uh, but you know, had this sensibility. On the contrary, mm-hmm. some of them that had the sensibility, but then when we needed to, to, to hit hard, they were not so mm-hmm. able. We spent a lot, of, a lot of time searching for, for the good mat. And now, like one, six months ago, yeah. More or less, yeah, after the release of the album that was with a drummer, it was just electronic. It was uh, perfect. Yeah, he was perfect. Want, uh, he still is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like forever. He's perfect forever. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's interesting because some people are usually really good in like one genre. You know, you were looking for something really specific. That's interesting. So tell my listeners who each of you are, which I should have started with. I'm sorry. Oh. What you do, what you do in the band. I play bass, I play mm-hmm. guitar, and some machines. Uh, uh, I have built like a kind of noise machine with a wooden box with the springs and metal stuff that I hit and I make like strange sounds that you can hear in the beginning of the of the album. Okay. Yeah. And some drum sounds also with some machines. And his name is Danny? Yes, I'm Danny. <laughs> <laughs> He's and, like, oh yeah. And and he also made the the video clip. Ah uh, yeah. For Los Ojos de Cielo Sin Luz. Yes. I was going to ask who did that. Okay. And I'm a mode. I play uh, violin on the album. I also sing and I some kind of play <laughs> uh, keyboards. Well, I don't really play. I just push a, an A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's all <laughs> during the entire album. So. Not because he doesn't know how to play, because 
they she didn't have to do it in the album, but uh, they very yeah. well keyboard. So, yeah. You only you okay, so you only used the one key on the keyboard for the album. Yeah. Explain that to me. Why, why? Why was that what you did? That's interesting. Um, I think uh, we wanted to play with uh, drones and text textures. Okay. So, um, so basically, the this uh, keyboard sound is like the what links all the songs all together in the album. So it's one key. Well, actually two, but it's the same one, not the same high. Um, so it links all the songs together, okay. and I I just played on the effects, so okay. the, the note doesn't change. But it's uh, a different effect every like every song. No, it's more like there's a more or less distortion or I... chorus, and mm-hmm. it moves like that a little bit. So it gives uh, different intensities throughout the songs. And we really wanted to play on that mm. on the record. But so. it's it's from the beginning of the album to, to the end. end. Mm. It is all the time. It's there. an it's an A the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really neat. Uh, and that's funny because um, we actually tried to play with a drummer who has a, a really huge classical background, and he was like, but. It's the same key throughout the album. Why doesn't it change? And he did. He didn't understand that you can be creative without that, or, or like having the same key throughout a song. For but him, using it, it differently. Possible. Yeah. He couldn't handle it. No. He was like, "That's really strange. Is it because you were, I don't know, bored or something? No. <laughs> Just." We played on, as I said, textures and intensities mm-hmm. instead of melodies. Well, so there are melodies that work around the yes. A all the mm-hmm. time, but uh, as it was a whole thing, it's like a the, the album we really like one one song with like uh, movements. Movements. Mm-hmm. I heard that when I was listening to it. Explain your sound to my listeners. How would you, you classify yourselves, or can you classify yourself? It's uh, difficult <laughs> it's to classify, but generally yes. we, we use the words post-rock, uh, drone, uh, experimental, experimental and doom, depending on the part of, of the album or, or, or yeah. where it's a mix of, or oh, there are parts of all of that, but uh, if you say someone... We are post rock, you're going to say, ah, it is not post rock. You say, it doesn't sound it's like uh, Mogwai. So, so, yeah, I think it's kind of a mix of, of all of that. Oh, it's like uh, drones, textures, layers, uh, larsens, and uh, airy vocals? Yeah, is that an accurate description? That's perfect. And my final beginning question, not my final question, just the <laughs> beginning one. What got you each started in music? I started when I was uh, five. I don't know. My, uh, I think my parents um, were really into music. They're not musicians at all, but they really like music. Mm-hmm. I've always listened to music uh, in, my, in my house. And they just, uh, I don't know, sent me to a, to a music class. And I like, apparently liked it. So they decided to make me... Keep on playing. What was your first instrument? 
piano. And what about you? Uh, I think the first thing I remember about music was, uh, I don't know, someone offered me when I was a kid a, PT, a Casio PT100, or keyboard, or toy. <laughs> the like Casio, that. yes. Yeah. And, and uh, at that time, I was very into Indiana Jones. <laughs> so I I was... Did you say Indiana Jones? Yeah. <laughs> yes, so go ahead. I, me too. Same. This, yeah. So I played, I, I get to play by myself the, the, the song of Indiana Jones on the, on the, on the keyboard. Yeah. I was, yeah. Wow, I can play that. And it was like so in everyone. I do it. And, and then I, I was doing the same with two fingers. <laughs> so that's the first, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, thing that I remember about playing music. So, and then when how, I, yeah. How, how old were you? I don't know. I was like a, a kid. <laughs> And then when it's I grew like, up, the I'm not going to give you my age by telling you how old I was at the time. He's the youngest in the team. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but uh, and then when I grew up, there was a at home there was a, a classic guitar. My my dad played a little bit into a finger, so I began to play like "Come As You Are" Nirvana. It was and then little by little, I began to to play guitar and. I'm going to the park with my friend. I'm <laughs> old. The, there was not internet at that time, so if you wanted to to play something, you needed to to listen, find it by yourself, and then you yep. go to the park and discuss. And and I found this one, and you noticed, and you just change like that the, the song. <laughs> we had internet, but it was still dial-up. Hmm. You know, and if mom was on the phone, there was no internet. So uh, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> and it is hard. They, people are, I mean, musicians are, right now, are very lucky because they can work with people who aren't sitting right next to them. Like, they can create yes. music from people far away. If they're questioning a, a chord and a song they're looking, they just ask Google. Yeah. I, I was like, I had to pray grandma wasn't on the internet and we only had one site to go to. And if you couldn't find it, you had to hope your friend had it. It's yeah. interesting. I had books. Yeah, that was Good. so, yeah. Only well. the mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. Only the mainstream, yep. Yeah, I yep. had a book for Aerosmith. I had For music. piano and, <laughs> it was piano uh, and the, the course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like the chord, little chord box in the, <laughs> yeah, and, the, and, the and the real partition for, for piano. And it was usually like twenty dollars, and it was like, no, okay, I don't feel so alone in my childhood now. So. <laughs> so let's talk about the open door. Tell me about that track. I really like it, but I'll tell you why after you're done. <laughs> what can we say? Well, it was actually the first one we wrote after our drummer left. We had this show planned at uh, Post in Paris Festival in in well, in Paris, of yeah. course, <laughs> in 2019. And we, I don't know, we were rehearsing with a drummer and he basically wasn't showing up anymore to the rehearsals. So we were like, okay, this gig is in three months. What are we going to play? Um, and it actually, uh, it was an acoustic gig. So we had to play. We, we didn't have a, a drummer anymore and the, the gig was in uh, three months time. Even less, I think. Or even less. And yeah, we were like, okay, oh, maybe we need to. Either we play the old songs, but it doesn't make sense because our drummer left. And we so don't we have a drummer. And we don't have a drummer. 
So we decided to, to write an entirely new set, which was a little bit crazy. Yeah, we get a, a drum machine. Yeah. And we say, okay, let's try to do it. Sometimes you gotta do what you do. Yeah, we, we were not even not sure if we were going to play, to be able to, to, to play because it was like a very yeah. short uh, time and we were not into uh, uh, um, drum machines. So we didn't what? really know. Uh, oh, you didn't, to, you hadn't used, you hadn't used drum machines very no. much. Oh, no. no. So we say, okay, all. let's try. We have some pieces <laughs> of Previous song that we say, okay, let's try. We put the drum machine. But we begin to do some some rhythms. It begin to but to, to feel okay. Yeah, and I think the we at this point we decided to not base base our music on rhythms anymore. Mm. So actually, you have rhythms, of course, but they're very. Right. Um, I don't know. They're not very, they're not complex, and they're more like tribal rhythms than anything else. So we decided to be uh, a little more uh, ambient as well. And create more of the intensity, not yeah. with the... Very often, when with the drummers, the, there is an energy, depending on the parts, that comes from the drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is uh, high dynamics in, in, in the drums. So we didn't have that, so we have to create these dynamics with, uh, in another way. So, for example, Aurora, it's, uh, the rhythm is exactly the same from <laughs> beginning to the end. So yeah, about the open door. I think it's a very, uh, for me, it's a very dear song because it's mm. it's really the first one we wrote, the new us wrote. Yeah.
So let's let's talk about a little bit about the album as a whole. Um, I've listened to it and I really like ambient music, so I really, really liked it. It's interesting that you said about using the the A chord all the way through because I I didn't grasp that that's what you were doing initially because I was just enjoying the music or I was listening to it passively while I was like doing stuff in my house. But it did feel like even though it was doom or ambient or experimental or whatever you want to call it, it did feel like, you know how symphonies have like this specific set of songs and it all kind of goes together in that classical way. I feel like you did that with experimental music. Was that intentional? Yeah. But, uh, okay. I didn't think about that, that, that way, but uh, I mean, I didn't oh. thought that it was that what we were doing, but uh, the idea of having a evolution of uh, this way, yes, we exactly. wanted to do that. It, even though it wasn't classical music, it felt like there was classical training behind it because everything moved in movement so naturally. Yeah, I think that's what we wanted to achieve, like uh, a, a long piece of music. So it's yes. not, well, we don't really qualify them as songs mm-hmm. as such, but it's uh, five movements of one single track. Okay. Yes, that's what I thought you were doing, and I really enjoyed it. It was very, it was actually another song we're going to talk about. I was like, ooh, this feels right. And I was just, like, really letting it be part of my environment. And it, you did a good job of that, of making it be, you. even when you're passively listening to it, you are still part of it in a way. That sounds cheesy, but that's how it felt. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, it really nice. It's a compliment. And I... Yeah, I think what we um, wanted to achieve as well is something really uh, immersive somehow that you get into the music. I've really enjoyed our last shows, for instance, because there were at least one person who showed up afterwards and told us, like, you made me travel. And... That's a, that's a really, really nice compliment. That's an amazing compliment. Like, what do you say to that? I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're like, is that enough? No, then we discuss with you. Discuss with yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, they, 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 they told that to us when we are, like, kind of taking out our... Or, or stuff and changing from, changing our instruments and so on. So well, yeah, yeah. we're a little bit in the hurry. Yeah. So then we try to speak with them afterwards and get thank you very much. And you're trying to <laughs> setting up and breaking down is always a pain in the ass. Is what it is. It's like who's going to carry the drums? I don't want to carry the drums. Rock paper mm-hmm. scissors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, not well, me because I don't carry the drums, so I don't want to carry them. Yeah, never mind. We don't, we don't fight about that because we have like a, kind of a train. Yeah. So one goes, takes something, and we yeah. turn around. Like, and, oh, nice. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. You move as a unit even when you're breaking down. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. <laughs> You're always um, working together. So let's talk about Aurora. How did that song come to be? This one, you, you have, I think, the, the chorus part. Yeah. Maybe a bit 
we are ready yeah, before setting the album like uh, like it is. Was uh, where did you have this idea before? I think. Yeah, I had the I had the the vocals. Yeah. First, mm-hmm. all parts of the vocals, and we just jammed on that. And yeah, I think we found this kind of rhythm uh, very. Heavy, I, I think mm-hmm. we wanted to to be we wanted it to be really a uh, uh, hypnotic 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 yeah hypnotic, yeah, hypnotic. Yeah. and. So that's why the rhythm is really, it's slow and it's the same one throughout the whole song. Um, a, a little bit like a ritual. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the, the vocals are a little bit like a ritual as well. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the idea behind it. But it's very different from the other songs, I think, because uh, it was based more on afterwards production than on live um there's a lot of yeah uh, layers of uh, instruments yeah. that uh, were added. So now in live we don't have all that. So there is a, a drum, so change a lot. Mm. Uh, even though we kept a little bit this hypnotic, uh, uh, but at the end, yeah, it was the vocals that uh, were already uh, done by mod. We added this rhythm and we built uh, it around this. It's just thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, actually, I think this is the only song really based on vocals. Yeah. Oh, it is. I was gonna say actually, I felt I felt like the vocals really stood out in that track, and your voice was just beautiful. And that was the one I was like when I was listening passively. I was cleaning, and then I was like, I should, I should cleanse my house spiritually now, and I don't know why <laughs> I feel that way. It was very, it's very, it's very beautiful. What are you saying in the song? Because there are times where I think I know what you're saying, and then there's times I don't. Uh, there's actually a small part in Swedish, Viskasova, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, well, I love I love Swedish, I, lo- I love Sweden. I believe there. Uh, I did my exchange uh, program there when I was a student, um, and Viskasova means we are going to sleep. So I like the dichotomy between Aurora and we are going to sleep. It's like you're slightly going from this awake state to this sleeping state in that song. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, I don't know, you, you've you opened the door and then you're going right. through the, um, yeah, I don't know what we can, so it's a, no, it's I really a, like it. It's a very introspective uh, song as well. I mean, the lyrics are really introspective and I don't want to put a meaning behind it. I think no. everyone can, <laughs> just uh, yeah. interpret that.
What is one of your shows like? What can people expect if they come and see you live? Well, I hope they're all going to travel <laughs> somehow. If uh, for people, if they listen the album and they come to the concert, they're going to be probably surprised because with the drums is much more, uh, it has more impact. It's more, more post-metal maybe. Uh, not, yeah. No, really, but it's... Uh, it has more energy. Yeah. That's yeah, there you go. More energy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, we really try to build it as an immersive experience. We, mm-hmm. I don't know, for instance, we don't stop between the songs. So we play from minute zero to wow. minute 50. Uh, and I think it helps people not um, in leaving this uh, uh, state. state. <laughs> hmm. Yes. And we play in a, in a uh, half circle, so we all look at each other. I think it's really important for us to get this uh, osmosis when we play all together. So uh, you're like you're you're not only listening to each other, you're looking at each other. You're like yeah. seriously keyed in to what the musicians are. That's interesting. I I don't think I would know what to do if I was in a band and somebody was like, we're gonna perform looking at each other. No, we're not. <laughs> no, I will love. <laughs> but, but, but we have visual like contact a, with yeah, everyone. We can oh, I just contact with you. everyone. So uh, I'm not facing the or we're not facing the public directly. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have this kind of. Uh, Possibility of well, sometimes we look at mm-hmm. uh, public, sometimes uh, can uh, Maud or Fabian, the guitarist, or, or the or drummer. Or the audience. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't. I. I mean, you guys are awesome because I would hate that. Bitch, <laughs> 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 that would freak me out. <laughs> it's helping uh, to play all together as a band. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Climax. Yeah, because yeah, you're like you're like not just playing off each other. You're like look, you can you can look over and be like, oh, that's what he's doing right now. That's what he's doing right now. I'm not only hearing it, I'm seeing it. Like, yeah, I want to feel what they are. Feeling. You're feeling it, yes. Super keyed into each other. That's you guys must be really really tight knit then. Like you're almost past friends and into family at this point. Yes. Oh, that we are very oh, yeah. close. Uh, You're very close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she loves you so much she was going to knock you out with her head. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but we've known each other for so long now that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was also part to finding a, a drummer that was a little bit too tricky because we were the three of us. Mm. We, we know each other for so long uh, and it was like yeah, it's someone external into the family at some point, but uh, but yeah, as uh, I said, it was hey, the you managed it perfectly, yeah. and we are really happy. We we toured with him, we tour uh, for several Days. concerts okay. now, and yeah. and it was just uh, amazing, not only at musical level but also personal level. Yeah, we understand very well. And yeah. So, do you have any shows coming up in June? In Paris? In Paris, no, but... Yes, uh, in, no, in June. In, in June. Ah, no, <laughs> it's, it's 30 May. Yeah, that's true. 30th of May. So, no, we, we don't have any shows in 
in June. Next shows will be in September. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but we don't have the we don't have the dates yet. Yeah. But, but we can safely <laughs> say September in in France. Uh, France. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Italy. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. A, a tour in through Switzerland, uh, Italy, and south of France. But we are struggling not to, to find venues. Venues. So yeah, if so. anyone is hearing that uh, <laughs> and know yeah. anywhere where uh, you can put in Bank Mina is looking for venues in Europe. They'll take yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Well, almost. <laughs> almost. And there are places right now you don't want to go. Now we, we play a lot in France. This, mm-hmm. uh, the album came out. And now in June, uh, normally in beginning of July, we're going to, to record a, a live uh, session okay. with uh, two songs yeah. with, uh, with one of the labels that, uh, that uh, released release the, the album. So we're going okay. to work a little bit on, on, on that on June. And yeah, we'll record that in July, hopefully. In yeah, we're really looking forward to that because as Danny said, like, the the life is quite different from the album. It has a lot of uh, a lot more energy, mm-hmm. drums. So mm-hmm. this session is going to show that, and mm-hmm. yeah, in, in fact, we change a lot of things from the album because well, not a lot. Not of the, the, lot song, the song is the same, but uh, the way that, as, as there is a real drummer, we have mm-hmm. to work. Uh, not only it's not just okay. We take out the drum machine. We put drums and. and because there are parts mm-hmm. that the drums are very, the electronic drums are, do things that the drummer cannot do, and there is a thing very different, so you need to mm-hmm. fill with other instruments and change really the way you play and, and some of the sounds. So the songs feel the same, and okay, anyone can recognize them, but uh, I think it changed quite a well, lot. Yeah, the drummer did a, a really great job because he actually really rearranged the, the songs with organic drum parts. So mm-hmm. good job, Constantin. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a hard job to step into a band and be like, they've done everything electronically, mm-hmm. and now I'm here as the organic drummer. It had to be really intimidating for him. Uh, yeah, in fact, the first time he came to, to make a, a, a test, a test mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he, he had taken all the electronic parts and mm-hmm. uh, noted it and it was trying to do exactly uh, the same. The, the same. Uh, oh. It did very, very well, but uh, we, we are not exactly searching for that. We want you to put yourself, your, yourself into it. Into it. Yes. Yeah. And, and we want to see if, you're, if you fit yeah. with us. I'm playing yeah. how you feel it and, uh, and so on. So, so ah, okay, that's what you want. So, mm. Okay, so we did a, a second test and it was just uh, amazing. It was like, okay, yeah. that's what we want. <laughs> I found him. I found the unicorn. <laughs> Can you hear that we are really a fan of our drummer? You <laughs> are. You've <laughs> talked about him a lot. He should have yeah, been here. You have to talk about Fabian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to talk about him. Yeah, but it's a, like... But Fabian knows that we love him. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I already know. Please, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> What advice would you give a young songwriter? Oh, wow. 
That's my yeah. deep question. That's the last one. That's the deep hard one I ask at every show. I have uh, one, but you can. I don't know. Do, do what you like. What we have listening, like uh, what people expect or tell you. And sometimes it's very. You listen too much what people are expecting. Sometimes you get lost into the process and don't do what you really have inside you. I think I would say better finished than perfect. <laughs> Ooh, that's an yeah. interesting idea. That's a that's advice I should take. Better finished than perfect. Yeah, if you want perfection, you never achieve it. Mm. I think. Mm. Is that something that you struggle with? Like, it's not quite right well, yet. I don't, but some people in the band <laughs> do. <laughs> She's like, I'm not gesturing towards anybody. Oh, no, that's not him. <laughs> oh, it's not? <laughs> but he will recognize himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really good advice. And where can my listeners find your music? Uh, basically everywhere. Like on all streaming platforms. So Spotify, your Spotify, YouTube, okay. Bandcamp. Uh, Bandcamp, of course. And uh, we are also selling vinyls. Uh, we are we can send them anywhere in the world. So really? <laughs> yeah, we don't have many many left. So but <laughs> one show. Oh uh, yeah. The beautiful vinyl. Vinyl is so popular, and I personally has love CD? the sound better. Oh, <laughs> CDs, nice. Yeah, in fact, we, we didn't, on the beginning, we didn't thought to press CDs, but uh, on the show... Oh, so that's beautiful. That yeah, is a this. great cover. Yeah. And so they can buy your music on any site at this point, or should they go specifically to your website? Um, it's. I think it's better to go on Bandcamp. Bandcamp, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go on Bandcamp, listeners, and get some good vinyl, because vinyl has the best sound to me, personally. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that little background noise with the needle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it improves everything. I don't understand it, but it does. Uh, Yeah, it's slightly warmer than any other kind of support, I think. Mm. Yeah. Is there anything else you want you want people to know about what you're doing? Um, no, I haven't thought about that. Um, well, I hope you didn't mind our uh, rusty English. <laughs> we tried our best. You know what? You guys did fantastic. All right, listeners, thank you so much again for joining me this week for another episode of Sound Pollution. We appreciate you. Please download the episode, download, download, download. Like, follow, subscribe, and share the show. But downloading is important. It is what the advertisers see. They don't necessarily see the streams. Also, as I said earlier, we are looking for patrons, and that link is below. And just a quick PSA. I know there's a lot going on, especially over the last few weeks. Um, So just try to be kind to one another and get out there. Make some noise.